Check, 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 one, two, check, one, two. Miami on the Rocks. Casey Chops makes you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Today's guest got the lovely Raina Love in here. Actress, how are you? Yes, I'm doing What's good. Going on? Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. First of all, um, Julian told me about you. He's like, bro, you got an interviewer. She's doing big things. Um, so I'm happy to have you on, Julian and his family. So, I mean, let's get a little bit of your story out of the way. Where are you from? I'm from Miami. Yeah? Yes. Where in Miami did you grow I'm up? from Miami. Um, I grew up in Little Haiti. Dope. So, okay. yeah, prom queen of Edison, class 09. Hey, you're Haitian? <laughs> no, I'm not Haitian. I'm Cuban, Jamaican, but, you know, I was initiated, okay. so okay, stop, yeah. I say. Hey, that's what's up. So, so um, what got you into the acting space? First of all, talk about your new movie, because, you know, that's like the topic of discussion a lot of people are talking about. Yes, definitely. So the movie is called Secret Society. It was first a novel. It's actually a trilogy. There's a part one, part two, and part three, novel-wise. And it was written by Miasha Coleman. Um, I started acting when I was younger. My mom was kind of in the industry, and she had me doing a couple a couple of things. Well, a little bit of everything. She had me doing golf. She had me doing acting. She had me doing dance. She had me doing just everything, just being with her, being by her side. And I found myself on Sesame Street when I was younger. For real? Yeah. So what were you doing on Sesame Street? I, I was the cool kid in elementary. You know, I went to school like, yeah, Talking I like know Elmo and Big shit? Bird. And oh, okay. <laughs> no, not being mean like that. They but still more around? So. Is Sesame Street still around? Um, they probably canceled them, right? Elmo probably did some shit and they canceled them or something. No, they have their yearly anniversaries and they still do their things and their events here and there. And um, yeah, fast forward, I'm here now um, and I play the lead role Celeste on Secret Society. And um, it's a very roller coaster kind of film, you know? And um, we just wrapped up part two. Mm-hmm. So Secret Society, Never Enough. And it's... It's gonna be epic. It's, but talk I, about you, like you said, fast forward. Like mm-hmm. the, we can't go from Sesame Street. To like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like where, like there's a gazillion people trying to you know get to where you're at and, and play a lead role in a movie. So tell me, like the trials and tribulations. Like how do you get to that that point? Like, um, well, I'm a mom of two, so there was a point in my life where I kind of gave up on you know the industry in in a whole. So I found myself um, in the modeling industry and I started to branch out. I had a lot of companies reaching out for me to model for them. Um, I was like on Rob Kardashian's page. I was on a lot of celebrity pages and um, I was starting to be noticed. And then I started to branch off into doing skits. So that dream of being an actress kind of never really faded away. Are you like the outgoing, like what's your temperament like? I'm, I'm getting to know you right now, but are you like the outgoing girl? Are you with the shits or what is your personality? Um, <laughs> what's your sign? I'm a Taurus, so there's a time and a place for everything. Okay. So that's me. So if I'm with my friends and my girls, you know, we're going to get turned up and we're going to get lit. Uh-huh. Um, if I'm going to church on a Sunday, I'm wearing a long dress and I'm fully covered. Um, okay. If somebody approaches me with the shits, I'm with the shits and I'm okay. going to get it popping. Talk about it. So I'm very diverse when it comes to personality. Okay. But... Um, for the most part, after I started doing the skits and everything, I started to get noticed. You know, I started to gain a little bit of followers here and there. And then other comedians and other influencers reached out to me to collab and create content together. And then from there, um, I had the author, Miyasha Coleman, reach out to me. And she was like, hey, are you an actress? Because I know you model. I see you do skits. And I was like, uh, yeah, actually, I do. And she was like, I would love for you to audition for a role that I have for this 
this movie that I have coming out. Wow. So yeah, I auditioned for it. So that was just like it. a DM, like a or like a yeah, so. like she just she personally reached out to me. There's some DMs that could change your life. Change. Stop it, yo. Go to that request page. Change I know a lot life. of you girls don't like doing it. Guys like <laughs> my yo, my request page is nasty. Like you check that. Um, no, my page is public. So everything that comes in, you know, I kind of read everything. Yeah, but you know how you have the DMs, but then it says like 20 requests and you got to click that other one to the Oh, see on the video. other side to see. Yeah, That's yeah, That's a graveyard in my shit. Like most women don't, uh, no, especially you have if you have to followers. Look at it. Going through all yeah. the dick pics and all that shit. No, I really I don't get dick face like that. Now, that's girls, for like girl, that's for like girl, Snapchat. You know, on women, Snapchat, all the women that talk to me, they say they don't go to that part of their DMs because it's just dick pics and shit. Well, Snapchat is another world. Maybe dick pics. You know, I received them on Snapchat. I'm like block, block, block. Got but you. for the most part, Instagram, I don't really get. Now, my friends who do, um, and I love them dearly. You know, they post their their ass on social media. They do the twerking and all of that. Now, they do get a lot of videos that they do share with us. And we're like, ew, what the hell? Why does it look like that? We kind of pick and laugh and create yeah. conversations. Y'all, got, y'all put dicks in the group chat. Y'all have like dick rankings and shit. <laughs> oh, you want me to spill the tea? Huh? You want me to spill the tea? Because I've heard that before. Y'all taking these dicks and putting them to the group chat, and you guys do like the ranking system and shit. That's what. So we I have my conservative friends. There are group chats for friends? every kind of friend group, and there yeah. are of you know a friend group where uh-huh. we are like laughing at some of the men out there that just make fools of themselves. Wow. So yeah. We're doing that too, by the way, guys. Like with women. <laughs> like with women. And, You're lying. Yeah. No, I'm joking. We don't got time for that shit, bro. Women don't share it unless it's pretty, I think. So if you guys no, are talking about it, you know. There's some women that got some wild surgery that looks crazy or some. I'll put that in the group chat, bro. Look at this shit. This bitch looks like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like these women, I feel like women don't have friends to tell them like, bro, you look nuts. You know what I mean? So like they go out there, put this shit out and then. then True, but I must take up for my women when I say the only reason you got that picture is because you got the number because you were interested. So there was something that you liked about that person. Otherwise, you wouldn't be receiving that picture. Mm, you're right. I guess I'm talking about So maybe, maybe the men should crack on their friend like, hey, you find that attractive instead of generally, you know, cracking on the women. My opinion, mm-hmm. you know? No, Just that's saying. Important. That's important. So, um, so that happens to a DM, they reach out to you. First, yeah. First of all, do you even entertain guys in your DMs or no? Um, no, not necessarily. Single? Um, damn, that's a complicated question. <laughs> I feel like that's like a new generation thing where no one could even answer that right. Like single, everything is complicated. It's complicated, especially with social media. You know, I think social media is so brainwashed. You know, there are there. I think in this day and age, in this generation, it's so hard because you have men and women who feel as if they have unlimited options because you have women away in Paris, you have women in Africa, you have women in Dubai, all over, vice versa too. You have men all over. So women are looking at all of these different men. Women are looking. And they're getting all this attention. All this attention. And you know, you feel like, I can do better than this person. I can do better than that person. If this doesn't work out with this person, oh, there are so many people that want me. Mm. In reality, they, there are so many people that want you, but you don't have access I to think, all of these people that I want you. so many people that want to fuck you. Definitely. I think a lot of women can't really distinguish between those two type of energies. No, I you think know women saying? know. But, but, yeah. but see... But they, they're getting all this attention, all these comments, all this engagement, and they're thinking that, oh my God, I'm lit. Like people... But these yeah. guys are just lusting you. They're not, it's not like they're gonna buy your album. You know, they're not gonna buy your kind. They're just lusting over your 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 lusty pics, you know? Like Yeah. I don't know. But well, women post the pictures for men to lust over. 
They do yeah. for the likes and the comments, the attention. Yeah. It's just like a woman that's married, not saying that she's going to be out there and being a whore, mm -hmm. but it feels good for someone to say, hey, you look beautiful today. Yeah. You know, it, it, it gives you that, okay, I'm, I'm still on my shit. You know, I'm yeah. married, I'm taken, and I'm you still- You man, don't comment on these chicks' pictures, bro. Like, especially yeah. if she's not following you back, you look nuts. <laughs> but that's the problem is that 80% of dudes out here are simps. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. they're- they're thirsty. Exactly, because they're, they're desperate. Women don't know how lonely men are. You know what I'm saying? And they're desperate. Like, like these men are desperate. 80% of men are super desperate. And, you know, it's making women, it's, it's messing. Do you think all this attention that women get on social media, it's like changing the way women think? Like it's changing y'all's brains? Um, like I, don't, I don't speak for all women, right. but I think for some women, yeah. I think they kind of confuse social media with reality sometimes. Mm. You know, um, they're feeling as if they're on top of the world. And then you have some women that just know, hey, this is social media. This is a platform where I can make money off of this. Right. Versus women who are posting to get likes get or a, attention. We're talking, I was talking about that with Julian to where like you get that attention. And then once you get that attention, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to do a song? Mm -hmm. You're going to But a lot of women just want the attention. And once they get the attention, they don't even know what to do with the attention. Yeah, not necessarily. And it doesn't all have to resort to, I have all this attention, I'm going to do a song. Mm -hmm. There are so many things in different ways. Right, right. Like, it could be a book, sell can, something, whatever. Yeah, you can, you can generate income off of you know using your body. Because at the end of the day, women do this because sex sells. They're getting all of these um, endorsements. They're getting all of these, oh, let me pay you to post this because you have all of these Would you followers. Say they're objectifying themselves? That's what that is, right? When you post something and you're not speaking, you're just presenting yourself as an object, and then men are objecting Listen, you. not even men are objecting you. Objectifying, yeah. Objectifying you with however, whatever you want to call it. You know I'm all about my women. Yeah, talk about I it. must say, men have been using women and sex to sell their records and everything else. Why can she not do it for you're herself? You're absolutely correct. Why can you're, she not do it for herself and get to the bag? Absolutely correct. I'm just my, saying. My, my thing is just like, you, I don't, I like, if you're going to objectify yourself, don't get mad when men look at you as an object. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's what you're, that's what you're presenting yourself as. You know what I'm saying? No, that's definitely. why I think things get a little, we just went on like a really crazy tangent right there, but anyway. No, back to, it's okay, but, but I, must, shits, like, I, mu I must say really quick though, because I see, see men see it differently than women. It's just like a stripper in the club. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have lovers and you have haters, but you never bump into a hater. You're in always, life. you're in real life, on online, you get more love than you get hate. Right. Like you never, you, you're never running across somebody that's saying, oh, B, I hate you. Or da, 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 da. Nobody, nobody wants to hear all that. I get more likes and within the likes, you're making more money in the process. Mm -hmm. It's what I think the women who do post and do things like that. Like nobody, nobody's worrying about a hater. Yeah. They're worrying about a bag because a hater is a fan too. A hater just added one like to 10,000 comments or they just added a comment to 10,000 comments yeah. under a person's post. Talk about it. So that's that's an insight and you just boosted it up. Yeah, no, for sure. So you get that DM, um, you're doing this movie and the author calls you, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. And so what happens next? You go to the audition and she um, said you wanted, they wanted you to audition or? Okay, yeah. So crazy story is, you know, it was COVID around this time and... Um, it was storming really bad outside, and I'm the kind of person, like, 
I don't do well with pure pressure. So I'm like, ah. So, you know, it was storming outside. My kids are like arguing inside the house. My dog is barking, going crazy. So I'm trying to like memorize these lines and then I'm trying to get into character. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just go in the garage. So I go in my garage and my garage is like a hurricane just flew through it. So there's like an empty fish tank here. There's like oh, yeah. my red fur coat over there. I there's feel like, like that's everybody's garage. Yeah. That's my garage. That's my but, but garage. professionally, you know, like an audition tape is supposed to have just a oh. regular background. It can be green, blue, white, whatever, but it has to be just plain so that way the attention and the focus is on you and your craft. Mm. No, everything was behind me. I was blending in literally with everything. <laughs> so um, thank God that my talent, you know, kind of, you know, Locked all that screamed, yeah, it kind of just took everything behind me away. And then after I actually got the role, I kind of laughed with the producers and the author and they were like, yeah, um, thank God you killed it because uh, your background, there, like, yeah, that thing over there and those shoes you had over there, we were laughing at the audition tape, but you wow. nailed it. So. so is this like your first like major movie? This is my first you're major the lead movie. Role? Lead role, Does that yes. usually happen a lot? It does doesn't. It, right? It doesn't. Everyone I worked with, um, not really everyone I worked with, but um, for the most part, um, I had some OGs that I worked with on set and on this film. And when it came to Secret Society Part 1 and 2, when you guys see. Talk about it. But everybody that I worked with, they've been in the industry for years. And they were looking at me like, nobody really gets a lead role on their yeah, first yeah. shot, you know? And I'm like, well, God is good. I'm happy to be here working with you, you guys. You weren't nervous? Like, you weren't like... like Nervous is an understatement. Yeah. Of course I was nervous, but... Nervous all comes into play with meaning that, you know, you're where you're supposed to be at. And I wasn't chosen just because, you know, I have a pretty face. I was chosen because I was talented. I was chosen because I fell in love with the character and I wanted to know more. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of me knowing more, they requested, you know, another audition tape. So I'm, I'm reading the script. I'm reading my, my lines and I'm like, yo, this is so dope. Like the character? Yeah, the character. Did the, you do acting classes? The way she worded it. Uh, well, I wasn't, you know, I did Sesame Street when I was younger, so I was right. always around, you know, you know, the industry per se. And then in high school, I was in drama class. Mm -hmm. So um, I went to the fair, I won first place. I was always in love with, um, you know, bringing characters out or expressing my feelings or trying to deliver a message. Can you make yourself cry? That's actually one of my strong suits. Yeah. For real? <laughs> like, how quick does that happen? Like, they say, cry, cry. Um, you know, I have to, what I call it Pandora's box. Mm -hmm. So in Pandora's box, I hold all of my emotions, all of the good, the bad, the ugly. Ooh. And when I unlock Pandora's box is when, you know, I step into my character and she gets very emotional. She kind of touches people. So yeah. is that your character in the, cause I'm not familiar with the character in the movie. Is that, is she um, emotional in the movie? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Did you resonate with the character? Like I did, you know, um, we can speak on it because part one is out, but my character Celeste, she is very an emotional character. She's very sensitive. You know, she craves love. You know, she wants to be accepted. Um, my character just is on this roller coaster of emotion. So I would be literally filming and my character's crying. And then the next scene is I have to be happy. And the next scene, my character's crying. And then the next scene. And they can't just film so, all the cry shit like in one day. And no, you know, there are, there are different scenes and there are different. And then, you know, it's not like. You know, when people watch a film, you're not recording it from beginning to end. You're recording it. You're filming it from the middle, the beginning. Yeah, the, you're hopping around. You know, you're hopping around. You know, you, it's bigger than just the film itself. You're dealing with production. You're dealing with location. You're dealing with 
all of the other actors, you know. So it was just a huge production. And my emotions was, I'm like, oh my God, I need to sleep. I need a vacation for like a whole year with the roller coaster I was on when it came to my emotions. Damn, how do you... Speaking of emotions, I had this argument with a couple friends, some girls and some guys, and I want to know what you think. Is it okay? When is it okay for your man to cry in front of you? Is it okay for a guy to cry in front of you? Um, and, and, and then I would follow it up with this question. Okay. Besides a death, besides a family death or a death, when is it okay for a man to cry in front of his girl? Because a lot of women would say, sorry to interrupt you, but a lot of women would say, be emotional. It's okay. I'm here for you. You could be vulnerable. So I'm curious to what you do. Okay. Can, can we curse on yeah, Miami girl, on rocks? Okay. Okay. Talk then. Your shit. We here. He better not be a bitch, but you okay. could cry to me, but don't let nobody else see you cry. But I'm asking you, when is it okay to cry besides a death? When, what, it, what would be a reason that it's, a, it's acceptable for him to cry in front of you? Um... This work if, is if, stressful right now. No, no, no. Life is stressful itself. Right, so Don't be crying. Like I would, I would literally have to toughen him up. Like if I really love well, this person, I, it's, and it's, it's it's a phrase, a quote that I liked. It said, you know, a guy should be the rock that a, mo a woman's emotional waves crash into. Mm -hmm. So, but so can a guy cry in front? When can your man cry in front of you? That's what I'm, I'm curious to know. What do you mean, like a year into it, or no, we're about to lose our we're about to, to lose our house, or if something happens to one of our kids, or besides if besides death, besides the death, besides that, when can a man cry? Because I this is my thing. I said there's a fifty percent mm -hmm. chance that it's okay, and a fifty percent chance that your woman takes it as yo, what the fuck, this guy is not who I thought he was. So I is it safe to tell men not to cry in front of your girl because you don't know what'll happen? Well, he better cry if he wound up drunk and somebody fucked him in the ass and he woke up like, holy fuck. He better cry if I find out. Okay. You said I, not I didn't think about getting like raped in the ass. Like, oh, okay. is that like a cry well. thing? <laughs> <laughs> you okay. know, you said not death. So if we're going to take it there, why not? So, okay. So what was your, what's like your biggest turn off in a man? Um, my biggest turn off in a man, I'd say hygiene. I don't think I don't think a lot of men, you know, know how to keep their breath smelling good twenty four seven, or they're kind of used to it. Or I'm not sure, but in this day and age, I think hygiene is very important. Okay. I think it's more than just um, throwing some spray on and you know you. going Max about the day without. Yeah, it's okay. yeah. Keep and what's it your biggest turn on? Um. You kind of put me on the spot. I mean, you, you give me that you a complicated in, question. I didn't know that was a, like a hard. Question, um, you know? I don't know. My biggest, my biggest turn on would be uh, somebody smelling really good. You know, Opposite. passing by is like, hmm, what is, what does he have on? What gotcha. is that? Yeah, you could yeah. tell like if someone. I feel all men are wearing this, D, this the, the Dior cologne. You could like smell that. You know what he's got on? Like you could tell that. I wouldn't know what he has on. Okay. But hey, that can be a conversation yeah. starter. What do you have on? That smells really good. Got you. You know? So um, with your career, where, where, where are you at now with it? Like, are you, you got to promote the movie? Are you looking at other roles now? Or like, what is... Um, uh, definitely. You're always supposed to look at other roles. You're always supposed to expand and grow. Um, right now, we're just starting to promote Secret Society Part 2, Never Enough. It's so, three parts, you said, or two? Or um, it's three. It's, it's a trilogy, right. novel-wise. So book-wise, it's a part one, part two, part three. But film-wise, we did part one and we just wrapped up part two. Will there be a part three? Da -da -da -dum. 
I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I mean, if the book is a trilogy, I mean, let's see. Safe, let's let's see how part assume. two ends. You know, I don't know. All right. <laughs> so, what else? What other aspirations do you have besides? Are you are you doubling down on the acting? Trying to find other acting roles? Are you doing other things? Music? Like? Um, skits? definitely, definitely double downing on looking for more work as an actress. Um, whenever I have time, of course, skits are always great content to post and you know to get you know my followers something to look at and engage into. And then um, as far as music, no, everybody wants me to do music, which is crazy. Yeah. I kind of had, yeah, I kind of had even recently a, a couple of people reach out to me and I'm like, uh, no. But you're, you're, you said you're Cuban and Jamaican? Yes. Yo soy Cubana, Jamaicana. Yeah, tú español. Sí, como no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So are you more, are you more in touch with like your Cuban side or your Jamaican side? No, Jamaica. Huh? Jamaica. Jamaican? Jamaican side. Yeah. So... Okay, but you but you speak fluent Spanish, um, or like good enough. Good enough to get what I want. Yeah, got you. So Most what kind definitely. of music? Like, what kind of music do you li are you listening to? Um, honestly, I'm very diverse when it comes to music. I like jazz. I like R and B. I like rap. I like um, like classical. dance hall reggae. I like, like I love dance hall. Yeah. Um, I like. African music, Afro beats. Afro I love like R and B and Afro beats. That's like yes. That's my shit right now. So I'm I'm a fan of just music, good music. I love a good beat. I love a good vibe. Just EDM, like I just love yeah. good music. Are you so you you born and raised in Miami? You where what spots you like to go out when you go out? Um, you know you have Wynwood, you have South Beach, you have you know Be Las Olas. What are your favorite like? Um, well, when, it comes, to, when it comes to, uh, a bit in the middle, when it comes to going out, not per se clubs, I'm a foodie, so I love to eat. Ooh. So I like to go to, I just recently, for my first time, I went to Mr. Jones and I thought Mr. Jones was a restaurant. So I'm like, I mean, it was during the pandemic. They turned it into a restaurant during the pandemic. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't know that was my first time going. I literally went last week and yeah. it turned out to be a huge club. Yeah. So I'm, I came here ready to eat, and there's a whole bunch. It's like very food, dark. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up going to um, Mandrake, and it was really good there. The music was good. The food was good. And, you know, what's the crazy vibes. about Mr. Jones that blew my mind is that club is the first club I've ever seen that doesn't have a bar. It doesn't have a bar. It's all bottle service that comes out. Yeah. It's crazy. It's weird. It's a new vibe. But, um, okay, so you're a foodie. Damn. Now we got to get into your, like, what are you eating? Like I am such a foodie. You cook? Do I? Yes, I cook. Yeah. I, I actually love cooking. I can't cook shit. I hate washing I the dishes cereal. sometimes, I but I love toast. cooking. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Well, so what do you? If you're Wait, gonna... you're Hispanic and I'm you not, can. I'm white. You're you're white, white but you speak boy. Spanish. Yeah. Do you speak any other language? No, it's English. I, I speak five. So speak so five so you're white and you speak Spanish. Right. How did that happen? Were you dating someone Hispanic? That's, yeah, basically that's all I date. But I moved to Colombia like in 2016 when I quit radio, and then I took classes. And for like the past five years, I've been go I go to Colombia like three times a year, and Wait, I'm about so to go you, start a family over there next time. I was about to say, so you left Colombia for mm. Miami? No, no, no. I lived in Miami. I grew up here my whole life. I worked on Power 96 for eight years. Oh, when wow. When I quit Power 96, I moved to Colombia. It was the first time I could leave the country or do something. I never went to college. I was stuck at radio. I left, learned Spanish, lived there for a little bit, and then came back, practiced Spanish more, did some content that went viral of the white boy speaking Spanish. That put the battery <laughs> in my back to learn more. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And now I'm almost fluent. 
but well you say you want babies in colombia you're halfway there you already yeah, learned yeah, spanish and i'm tired of these american and i heard land is cheap out there too yeah and these american girls i'm over it bro like you can't you can when? take a regular girl to chipotle she's grateful you know these american girls they got they're on social media getting brainwashed and shit like i'm not okay well you like, asked me where are you partying what are what are you doing that's fun if you're meeting all these girls that are ungrateful for eating chipotle which is amazing by the way no i mean i'm just like these, maybe because I'm a DJ and that's I'm warped because I'm in nightlife and I work I work five days a week in the club. Oh, so they're probably looking so, at you like a whore. That's what yeah. women they say. I look like a whore. Do I look like a whore? You're giving me red flagish. Damn. What? 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 What is? What is whore? Like what? That could no because that that's the new shit women do. Yo, you look like a hoe. Like what? I don't understand. Like what? Um, I think I, well, that's a woman's safe space too. Like to just give put that on you so you can think about it for yourself and prove to her that you're not. So women would say oh, that too sometimes. I need. This is, uh, <laughs> women would say that sometimes. What do Free I need game. What You're do messing I need... me up with the ladies here. No, for real. What do I need to do to not look like a whore is what I'm saying. Um, It's not what do you have to do. Looking, I'm giving off looking, whore energy? Looking, yeah. Damn, well, I don't understand. When I, when I walked in, I was like, oh God, look He's at this whore. Yeah, you know, you're just a whore. Just accept it. Own it. Get a whore of the year. And like, you know. I'm going to go to Amber, Amber Rose's slut walk. And just you know, be there. Help her. Myself in my own skin. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, but, you know, uh, the title of a DJ does, you know, ring a red flag with women. You're in the nightlife. You see beautiful women 24-7. I just call myself a song distributor you know. at the club. I'm going to drop the DJ name and just That's call different. it something else. I distribute music. These girls would be like, oh my God. You're an A&R. Yeah, You're a producer. They're, they're never going to think DJ. All right, shit. You see? Um, where are we at? Food. For what are you cooking? If you got to impress a man, what do you, what's the, your go-to meal? What are you doing? It depends on what kind of man I'm trying to impress. Like if he's an island man, like I, I cook a variety of food. So I'm Cuban Jamaican. I know how to make Spanish food. I know how to make Haitian food because I grew up with Haitians. So what if it's a I white guy and cooking Jamaican. like corn and stuffing and... Uh... No, if it's Some a white guy, if chicken. it's a white guy, no, he's definitely gonna love me because I'm actually gonna season him a bit. Yeah. So he's Talk gonna eat it. some collard greens, a little bit of chicken, some okay. cornbread, you know. Okay. You gotta season them out. He's used to not eating seasons, you know, seasoned food. So why would I? Yeah, that's. No, true. I gotta give him something different. You don't know what it's like growing up with unseasoned chicken, bro. You had unseasoned chicken. I was traumatized. I was almost so. As a, what, what was the first thing no, that you remember? Oh, okay. Because I was no, about to say, come on. I just play into KFC the stereotypes. Everyone's like, "Yo, white people don't season their food." I'm like, "Bro, my mom seasoned. It might have been the cheap seasoning shit from Publix, but that shit was seasoned. It was still good. Uh, yeah. It was still banging." <laughs> um. So, what are you cooking though? Um, frijole negro. I'm making biste. I'm making okay. collard greens. I'm making lima beans. My cornbread is amazing. Might I say? And then I actually make, I make like Hennessy cornbread too. Hennessy cornbread? And then I deep fry it. So that is super bomb. You don't have your man fat out here. Just a little plump. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm, I think I'm a great cook. And then I'm actually a natural cook. So if I don't know how to cook something and I make it, you know, I don't use little measuring cups or none of that. Like I'm like my grandma. I'm like, God's the God. you know. Damn. It tastes as good. I can make food from scratch. I can make my barbecue sauce from scratch. I can make soup from scratch. Like, I'm good in the kitchen. I'm blessed. I eat out every day. If you look at my fridge, it's embarrassing. 
I literally eat out two times a day, and that's what I eat. Why don't you learn on YouTube and make videos doing that too? Is, Especially if you suck. I don't have the patience. It's a patience mm -hmm. thing. It's a thing. That's why I need my girl. I need a girl who just... My thing is... I, I need a girl who doesn't have a career. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, like You're going to have all the money in the world. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. She's going to be good. Like, she's going to be good. Like, her job got to be me. You know, cook for me, make sure I'm good, keep me organized, you know? Like, I can't be having these... Because these career women, they're combative, they're disagreeable, they want to argue all the time. That's what I'm saying. I want to go to Colombia and find a feminine woman who wants to... I don't think they argue all the time. I think women have a voice now. Women are the new bosses in this generation, you know? Like, back then, it was always, we had to play house. It's backfiring on y'all, though. Because now you're getting a bunch of feminine men, because now y'all are the bosses. And now y'all And then like that's crazy, because we don't even want that. You do. You just we, said, we, now we the bosses. No, no, I know. But I'm agreeing with you as far as in, yeah, you guys are taking over and now these men are turning feminine. I agree with that. And then when we bump into a man like that, that's the total opposite of what we want. Right. It's like what men have to understand, too. Women were brainwashed, too. Like we have to kiss ass to get what we want. We have to kiss ass to be taken care of. Enough of that. We're to the point where like literally a, there's no successful man without a woman behind him being his backbone. There's no I, successful women without a man behind him. And you think so? Yeah. We every push man, every, kids. Every, every, like every, we, every, every popping female that has, has a man she got to answer to. You think every, so? Yeah. And my thing is like, well, that's work for me. Well, I want my girl to work for me. Why are you going to work for another random man? When you could work for your man, you gotta All end with you gotta like work that. for another, so you can feel independent. You don't need a man, but you need him. You rather work for that man that could fire you at any minute instead of work for your man. All men are I like put that. Put you on my four hundred one k. Some men don't want their woman coming to work with them. All relationships aren't like that. Yeah, you're right, but those are the men that can't and afford some women, a household. Those are the women men are that, driven. Some women have that 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 drive to bring the bag home. I feel you, but there's going to be, I suppose the stat, I think in 10 years, 50% of women are going to be at 40 years old, single and childless. But they're going to have they're going to have their career, they're going to have all the money in the world and they're going to look around and they're going to be like, "Damn, I wish I had a family." I would, but I was told With to all get the money, bag. they'll just adopt kids if it was that serious. You think so? Yeah, I, don't think so. I kind of think so. There are a lot of. I think society is telling women to put their career before having a family, before doing like, get do all this, and then when you turn forty and you waste all your fertile years, like focusing on a career, working for a man that you don't that can fire you at any minute, you're there like you don't have a family, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, true. I think it's like it's a tricky society. Yeah, this is the type of shit I'm into because I feel like things. Now are you got all, me thinking about it. I'm like, wait. You know I mean, because okay, I feel making... like things are all backwards now, and like I'm into like gender dynamics now because I'm watching it in real life. Things are men are women, women are men. And yeah, true. I'm but I, I, think... and I can't find what I'm looking for because women aren't traditional, and they want to pick and choose when they want to be traditional. You know what I'm saying? They want the man to pay for everything, right? But no, they don't but that's want... not true because especially in the African American community, you're dealing with households that fathers aren't in, right. which are pushing women to actually be bosses, to be able to provide for their family right. and leave generational wealth. Right. Not everybody is, you know, blessed with a mother and a father in one right. household. So I think I can, for, from, I can speak for myself and what I've seen, you know, especially growing up in my household, I didn't grow up in a household with my mother and my father together. Mm -hmm. So it always put me in a position, especially me being the oldest child, to take care of my brothers or to make sure my mom good because I didn't want to see her. You kind of have to like play that masculine role. Yeah, I kind of felt like I was the parent at times, you know? Are you able to like, now that you're, are you able to bounce, bounce back and forth between the masculine and the feminine role? Like are you able to turn it off for a man that makes you feel 
feminine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can be submissive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, I, I can be submissive, yeah. but I, I don't. Women don't be submissive to any guy. I don't. Like, no, definitely not. Yeah. I don't take shit, and I don't go for anything. I'm not. I'm not a yes person at all. But I can be understanding if it makes sense. Got you. But I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, okay, yes, yes, master. Fifty do Shades you, of Grey by the door. Do, do no. you want your okay? Are you a traditional type? Would you, would you go 50-50 with a man on rent? <sighs> um, if I was fight, if if okay, if I was making more money than my man, than my partner, and he was stable, but I made more money than him, I wouldn't mind going 50-50. But if you want me, like you say, you want a traditional woman. If you want me to be home, you want me to cook you the frijoles negros and the bistec every night, and you want to make sure the house is clean, and you want to do this and you want to do that, no, you have to really come through and cover everything. Because right. me being an independent woman, it's hard. It's hard raising kids. It's hard paying for bills. I it's hard doing for, all of that in right, one. I agree with you. Pressure is for shoulders, not hips. I say that all the time. Like, <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? Like, and mm -hmm. I think that, I think that, you know, a lot, a lot of women want, and I, I be feeling like I'm bashing women, yo. I need to like have a it's okay. podcast it's, no. with like my mom. I'm gonna do a podcast with my mom. It's okay, talk. I feel like I'm like, a, like a woman, like you know. But it's just what I experienced. A lot of women they want a man to be traditional and pay the rent, pay for everything, mm. and take on that responsibility. But then won't allow him to to have authority over the ship that he's paying for. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I agree. A lot of women, I'm not gonna answer to him. Either. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Like, and that's where we're at with the gender dynamics. You know, like. Women want a man to, to pay for everything, but they don't give him that control over. So if I'm paying for everything, right? And I tell you, yo, that dude, I don't want you talking to him. Mm -hmm. Are you saying yes to that? Or are you saying, you can't tell me what to do? You know what I mean? Like, um, No, it would make sense, especially if I would expect that same respect from him. Like if I would say, I don't want you talking to her because she's doing too much and you don't see it. Mm. And if you cut her off, if you were to ask me to cut somebody off, I should do that without without a problem, gotcha. without an issue. Because it, I will be damned if it comes to a point where I'm saying you gotcha. cut somebody off and you're like, gotcha. fuck my kind so of So what you for. just kind of admitted is that you are able to date a man that you make more money than? I've been in situations like that. Okay. Yeah, I've been in situations. So how did you feel? You didn't feel like you were... How did you really feel when you were in that situation? Because I don't feel like women want to be in that situation. I feel um, like they're going to I feel like they're going to be looking at that other dude's it's, stories it's a, all the time a, over here like, "Oh my well, god." Well, you know, women and men obviously they look at everybody's stories. So it's not like, "Oh, well, he's not doing good, so I'm looking at this person's stories." It's social media. You're going to look regardless. I don't care who you are, where you're at, you're going to look. But you're Period. choosy over the type of men that you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? Men are just men are just looking at women because we look at them like, oh, she's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she's fine. Let me jump in her DM and send her a dick pic. Let me like this. Let me reach out to her no and delete it. Dick pics. No unsolicited dick pics. Only solicited. You were comfortable in that situation, like making more money than your than the man. Oh well, see, th this this is the thing. It's not even being comfortable with making more money than someone. It's seeing if someone has that drive to actually put theirself in a position to, you know, make more money than you. It's Do you think that you making more money did you were you able to feel like a lady? Were you able to feel feminine making more money than your man? Honestly speaking, when you're dating, okay, you know how you said previously you were like some women are like, "Well, I'm not doing that or I'm not answering mm -hmm. my phone." When you're dating someone that 
is more financially stable than you are, you're actually giving her the green light to put her foot down on a lot of things because why would she exactly. accept that from you? Exactly. So uh, when, like, when I was dating, and this was years ago, like when I was dating someone and I was in that position, there was nothing he could tell me. But you now, like that. You now, like a man to be able to tell you some shit. That's what I'm I saying. do. Exactly. I do. So yeah, it, it generally didn't really work out. But it's not like I'm not dating him because he ain't got all the money in the world. Like I'm, I'm, I go off of love and chemistry. I go off of he respects me, he listens to me. I have my little traditional ways. I'm not all about. Well, um, I'm not dating him. He don't have a chain. He don't got a Rolex on. He don't got this. He don't got that. He don't got a big house. Girl, no, he ain't got no car. That's not me. Got you. Because I feel like everybody has to start somewhere, especially in this generation. Nobody's born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Like, I grew up, you know, in, in the hood. You know, I didn't grow up with a multi-million dollar home or 18 bins parked outside, and neither did my brothers. And my brothers have to grow up to be a man and be able to provide to their family. So you have to, I think as women, we put a lot on men, too, and we expect the world, not knowing that they're all human and they have the same 24 hours as we do. It's a fact. But um, for the most part, yeah. Love comes into play more than money does, but money does help out a lot of situations, especially when it comes to paying the bills and putting a roof over your head. Yeah, no. I couldn't date a woman that made more money than me. Why? I couldn't. I actually was talking to a woman that made more money than me, and she was dope, and I just couldn't do it because of that reason. So if Oprah said, come here and speak Spanish to me, you're not talking Spanish to her? Nah. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> that's yeah, crazy. Oprah, that's crazy. Oprah's crazy. But you know, you'd be like, Oprah, mommy, uh, ven pa' acá, por yo, favor. DMing Oprah's crazy. That's another <laughs> Getting a DM from Oprah. What the fuck? Um, yo, so plug all your social media where people can follow you. Yeah, so um, my social media is Raina Love 305 That's R-E-Y-N-A-305. Make sure you guys stay tuned for part two of Secret Society, Never Enough, July 29th on Amazon Prime. There it is. Anything else you want to promote? Anything else you want to touch? Um, no, just stay tuned. And Here, this let's is do a little this. Let's have some see. fun. I'm getting good vibes from you. Okay. Let's, let's have some fun. Hold on. I'll make an edit. Let me find my this or that's real quick. Um, oh, here we go. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Red wine or white wine? Oh, white wine. Would you rather have the video game boyfriend or the boyfriend who's always in the club? Oh, video game. Tequila. Really? You'd rather have the video game boyfriend playing video games? Yes. Okay. Tequila or Henny? Uh, tequila. Shower or bath? Uh, shower. Lipstick or lip gloss? Lip gloss. Ashanti or Aaliyah? Aaliyah. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced coffee. Top or bottom? Both. Uh, short nails or long nails? Long nails. Appetizer or dessert? Oh, both. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. This isn't this or that, but it kind of is. Okay. There's a, I'm going to present a scenario. I need your opinion. Okay. There's a guy. He's dating two women, mm -hmm. Brenda and Amanda. He tells Brenda there's Amanda but he told Amanda that she's the only one. Who does he love more? Brenda. Because he was honest and said that. Because he was Amanda. honest and told her. Okay. Do you know some cultures that lying isn't lying if it's to protect somebody? Because you don't want to break their heart or yeah, hurt their feelings? Because no hurting. Like it's, it's, you're not hurting them. So what, what would you think? I think that he doesn't love man, either of them. Because he's doing that to both of them. Yeah. Anyway, introvert or extrovert? Introvert. 
Love or money? <sighs> love. You weak, come on. Okay, uh, ballin', ballin' boyfriend who cheats hmm. or the loyal boyfriend who makes 40K? Oh, my God, these questions are hard. Why you can't have them both? That's what women don't understand. It's a give or take trade-off. But you no can have them both. both. You can. Why can't you help build them if you, if you have all this money in the world then? Like, I, I guess know. you're right. You think all men cheat? I think all men have cheated before, but I don't think... Not me. I don't think they all... I've never cheated. Lies, you tell. Red flag. You see, that's why nah, they think you're nah, a whore now, because you're lying. Scorpion. Listen to me. Deception is the only felony. I don't lie. I'll tell you a harsh truth before I come for you with a lie. I'll, I'm, the, I'm that type. Really? I'll break up with you and then cheat on... I'll break up with you <laughs> and then and before... And then, like, because it's not cheating if I go outside once we've broken up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'll do that before I lie and be sneaky and snake shit. I don't do the lying shit. Really? Like, yeah. Um, fashion or music? Oh, music. Beamer or Benz? Oh, Benz. Condo or house? House. Good head and average dick or bomb dick and average head? Bomb dick, average head. <laughs> Sweet or spicy? <laughs> spicy. Uh, order in or eat out? Ooh, eat out. Skiing in Aspen or parasailing in Puerto Rico? Uh, parasailing. Okay. Series or movie? Movie. The smart boyfriend or the funny boyfriend? Smart boyfriend. I'm the funny one. Okay. There it is. <laughs> I can Raina, make us both laugh. No, thank wow. you for having me. That was fun. <laughs>